Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Are you ready for the Monday Night Drive? Live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, this is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Miller Lite on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. To Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Miller Lite on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jim Rutledge with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Nice and toasty in here. As it, it is. is. Snowing outside, and uh, it's like we have a fireplace in here. It's 72 degrees. Josh is trying to... So who's going to fall asleep first? This is a sabotage <laughs> <laughs> by our producer, Josh. Just cranking up the heat. Uh, on an evening where we're eating some great food from Club Lamarck. We'll talk about that later. Obviously, enjoyed some Miller Lights and then just cranking up the heat. I hope it's not our listeners. I hope, and, uh, our, hope our listeners don't fall asleep aboard. We'll keep them entertained as they navigate we'll try. The, the roads here. So, um, Well, we got a lot to get into. I want to start with some of the stuff with the Green Bay Packers. We got TJ Lang uh, saying some pretty interesting things about Aaron Rodgers and Rodgers' views on the Packers organization. But I wanted to start with, I think, more the on-the-field side of it, which is the fire to Mike Pettin. Now, Mike Pettin, is, I would think he's one of many slightly above-average coordinators. The Packers finished ninth this year in scoring defense. Last year, they finished in the top 15. and if, But he's still fired. Uh, there was a report from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel that on that halftime, sh- the halftime throw uh, from... Tom Brady, that there was a miscommunication between Matt LaFleur and Mike Pettin as far as what was supposed to be called. LaFleur said one thing and Pettin heard another, and that was a little bit of miscommunication there. But there were reports very much from the beginning that LaFleur was not really in on Pettin, that he thinks he could do better than Mike Pettin as a D coordinator. And I don't know all that. I thought I, Mike Pettin I'd love to know the problem, sequence of hiring him. I, I, he I, was I, already there. He's already there. There you yeah. go. That's all you got to say. But like, I worry, and we'll get to this part of it too, Matt LaFleur has... He's never hired anyone on the defensive side of the ball. It's all Ben Pettin. Yeah, so but is like, it him hiring or is it Gutekunst hiring? I, I assume he has a, I would imagine a, some really good support in figuring that out. In most cases, the head coach gets to hire the D coordinator. But let's get to the Pettin side of it. How much blame should he get? Because I think if they had better players, if they, I don't know, had a first-round draft pick or spent a little bit more free agent capital in the defense, 
Mike Pettin has a job. Because well, if Kevin King doesn't get called for a penalty or Matt LaFleur has some onions and goes for it on fourth well, down and Roger gets a touchdown, Pettin has a job. That's how listen, Pettin is. I, 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 I think, I mean, we could go back. Let's go back. Let's bigger picture here since Aaron Rodgers' first start, which I, I sent you guys a text on this. I mean, this is not... You know, that's great. Scoring defense last, you know, yeah, because they had, I actually brought in a couple free agents, but they needed more, especially through the draft and development. Well, so they, the free agents didn't do much of anything for them. Well, they they did last year. The yes. Smith brothers, are, yes. yeah, come on. Yes, I mean, you're right. Last it, year they it, did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so a little bit, right? So that helps them, their scoring defense looks, but, but you go back to Rodgers' first start. 144 playoff games have been played since then, and I, uh, this is what I sent you yeah. guys. Out of the top 10 worst defensive performances in those 144 games, Packers have four of those. That tells you everything you know. We've talked about it forever. And Rodgers, in my mind, has every right to be pissed. But he's, yeah, look, Rodgers is so pissed at his I, coach I, I, I for agree. not having any young yeah. games to go for it on fourth down. Rodgers yeah, is not the one but, who's throwing but, Pettin on the bus. But, uh, Matt LaFleur is throwing Mike Pettin on the bus. Here's the deal. I, I think the problem is, I agree, it's personnel. But, the, going back to Dom Capers, Dom Capers was not a bad coach. He's a Hall right. of Fame coach. They, right. Hall of Fame coach. They fired him. Pettin, great coach. The only problem with Pettin is, I don't think, and, and this is my opinion. Well, he's not right? his guy. I, you know, because I play for Capers and I'm biased. Uh, he's he's not as a tech, as much of a technician as Capers is. Pettin wants a Ferrari. So does Dom, but Dom could play a little bit with not a Ferrari, but he he still need he need those two outside linebackers. I think Capers would be better in I this think Capers defense. Petten, they needed players, yes. guys. And That's where I'm going. Yeah, we're this all is, in the same page. Yeah, yes. But you know this is you know and God bless Ted Thompson, great GM, one of the best ever. We we kick we kick the can down the road. As as a Packer organization on the salary cap, yeah, and we true. we keep the the whole claim that we have we don't ever push the salary cap, and sometimes I think there's a point where we got to go all in, and and I I defer to a lot of people, and they say, well, you go all in, well, you're going to screw yourself the next couple of years, in in whatever free agents you want to sign, but at some point you got to push the envelope, See, and, and I look and. Look at Tampa. Now they did this offensively, but Gronk's a one-year deal. Brown's a one-year deal. Fournette's a one-year deal. All every one of those players. Revis Island, right? They, yes. they, 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 with the Patriots. Yes, these were all. I mean, those guys, the, just the three guys this year, they all contributed. And then you also drafted Winfield, who was a productive player. But you had someone behind him because Winfield didn't play that game. You had someone behind him who was capable of playing. The the backup safety for Tampa is the one that picked off Aaron Rodgers in the first game. But then you had Levante David and White, and you had the Sue uh, Sue and Vea. You had. All these levels, you had multiple players on every level. The Packers have one guy on every level. They have Kenny Clark, Zadarius Smith, Jerry Alexander. Mm -hmm. That's their stud on every level. Yeah. So either either you 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 have young draft picks or you got really old guys on one year deals, and that's the way you gotta you gotta figure it out. You gotta balance that out. We need more talent. We knew this before. We knew it last year when we lost to San Francisco. And they ran we, out Blake we, Martinez I, and replaced him with a but, you guy. Know, Rashawn Gary's our savior though. <laughs> What's that? Rashawn Gary. Oh, did, he yeah, play? Like, did he play in the championship game? I'm did, not sure he played. Derek's got this blue and whatever gold 
uh, sweatshirt on. I, it's a Brewers I, sweatshirt. I thought it was Forgot. a Michigan sweatshirt. Is that a Ben Bruss statement if you've ever heard one? He's pretty close. There he's got his blue and gold. It's a Brewers sweatshirt. I know, but it almost looked Michigan when he emblem. walked in. I was a little nervous. But when you said Rashawn Gary, automatically my Michigan Good my Michigan thermometer went up. Like, oh, I'm going to get sick. I'm going to run into convulsions here. But uh, anyways, that's, that's that's you know, you got your Rashawn Gary sweatshirt on. Right. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> A.K. Milwaukee Brewers. Yep. Yep. But where was he? Where was he in the championship game? Dude, we we talked about, you know. He, I think he had two he, tackles. He had two tackles. He ran around blocks. The, the, you were texting everybody me asked about You were very angry. The, Rightfully the, so. About the running back running down the sideline. But everybody's like, oh, he had all these pressures, all these pressures, which is great. I love pressure. But you know what? Great ones, they they play every play. And he has yet to establish himself as a great player. This year, this upcoming year is his make or break year because they're going to let Preston Smith go. And they're going to say, Rashawn Gary, you got to be the other guy. You got to be yeah. the guy opposite. In theory, Zadarius Smith should be getting double teams. And Rashawn I, Gary should be able to have a lot of sacks next year. We'll I, see what happens. I, yeah, we'll see what happens. But there's got to be a reformation. I mean, uh, you know, if he just gets a, incrementally a little better, I, I just, then he's a guy. You draft a first round guy. I agree with you on that. So far, the evidence says that. Because we'll see. He has, we'll, we'll know next year what he is. Either he'll do it or he won't. Is he Leonard Floyd or Fackrell or is he Eric Perry or is he Zadarius Smith? All those guys are capable. Rashawn Gary's capable, but he was a first round pick, twelfth overall. That's that you're not getting. You don't want capable out of that. You don't need the outside linebacker version of Blake Martinez. Yeah. So going back to the the defense, I feel like. And I, I wouldn't like look Gutekunz if his mistake was that he traded that first rounder for those two big mistake, but he did make other good picks. He made he good picks the year before. So, in the end, I just think strategically we got to make a little bit better, a better job of of bringing in some defensive free agents that fill these gaps. And and we knew, you know, he did it with Zadarius and Preston. Now the middle, there was this big void that we knew was going on, and he didn't do it, and therefore, you know, Patton's a casualty of it. I, I, you know, and I, I'm just tired of the same old song. You know, it, it really. It, we've talked about this for a long time. I mean, it's like give Aaron support. That's how you win well, the Lombardi Trophy. Like- and I want to get to TJ Lang's comments next segment, just because I think we can do maybe one or two segments on it, because he had some really good insight. And I think Josh and I agree on this. TJ's not just going rogue or speaking for himself. There's definitely insight from the quarterback there, Aaron Rodgers. But the other thing I wanted to talk about that, you know, some people are saying, you know, the floor is so accountable at post game, or excuse me, in the last end of the season press conference, but he skirted responsibility for whatever happened at halftime because he's, by all accounts, he, he didn't clarify what he wanted to have done at halftime for the call. But forget all that. I still go back to the fourth down play. And his justification was that, oh, if we were fourth and five, or if we were fourth and goal from the five, we would have gone for it. More, we definitely probably would have gone for it. But then he never told Aaron Rodgers that that was the case. That, it, hey, Aaron, on this third down, 
if you get us closer, we'll go for it on fourth down. He never communicated. So Aaron assumed all this? So Aaron didn't know. So Aaron throws the pass assuming they're going to go for it again. I just yes. said assume, right. yeah. LaFleur should have told him. Because you know what? Aaron might not have gotten in the end zone. Well, that's a huge he, mistake if that's the case. If he I, runs I, I, it, I'd love to know if that's the Aaron case. Aaron said he was not aware that they were not going for it. That's, that's so bad. So Because here's the thing. <laughs> that's that so big bad. open space in to front assu- of him. To assume may, that's the yes, case. Yes, he doesn't get in the end zone. I'll give you that. But he gains three yards because yeah. they were on the eight. To have your quarterback who's calling the plays or whatever, yeah, and if you're not on the same to call page, that third down play, Aaron might have called a different play if he knew that all he needed was three yards to be able to go for it on fourth down. This doesn't make sense to me. I, Everyone's I, I, there's no dispute that Aaron did not know they weren't going for it on fourth down. I just wish there would was have he been. in the back of the pickup truck though. Yes, That's what I want to know. Yeah. drinking Miller Lite. I, I better be Miller Lite. Unfortunately, uh, you know Matt Lafleur looked like a deer in the headlights because if we could have heard some ownership of that. My bad, my mistake. That should have absolutely been communicated. Because I would have kicked it again from the eight. If it was from the five, I probably would have gone for it. But then, why would you give the five? Because it opens yourself up. Of then tell that's your franchise. Another, bar, yeah, that, yeah, but that, that, we can get into those analytics. I mean, no, that, forgetting the analytics. If you say right, you're going right, to go for the five, then tell your quarterback. Right, well, yes, that. Yeah, no, yes. I'm talking about whether it's better oh, yeah. going fourth and eight or fourth and five. I mean, there's all kinds of. Both sides arguments. Yeah. I don't understand how the analytics how they apply. I honestly don't like the well, fact that you have the Aaron defensive Rogers. guy because I, I would say um, as a, a from an, just an offensive line. I offensive was daydreaming. Yeah. So what are we doing? <laughs> 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 he, told he was. He's like, I thought wait, we were wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Who's on first? <laughs> if you have a, in the you know in the red zone and and goal line, really, uh, you have a little bit extra room, a little bit extra cushion. To me, offensively. You know, it opens up some play calling opportunities. Um, just saying. Yeah, you have more so, options. Yeah, so that I would absolutely ask. Well, why do you think it's better at fourth and five than fourth? Well, the and only eight? thing is, but th- that that's a whole nother no, the, well, question. Right. As so. a defensive expert, yes. Okay? I know that's <laughs> that'd be like an expert hey, man, on women, you right? It just doesn't, doesn't work. Now, so you, um, I, I, we'll, we'll no, but it. like you know, you you know they're passing the ball, right? So you just took the whole. You know, run game out of the equation. But if you knew if, you're, if, I don't know if you're running it from fourth and five though. But if, I, I I was 100 percent pass on both right, fourth well, and five or fourth, fourth and, and one. Can we get but to it, one? Can we get to one here. Am I able to negotiate this? If it's third and would he be able me. to run from Pierre Paul? Would he be able to get to the one? Please? He, all he has to do is get three yards. If on that play, that's the thing. If Rogers he knows, got, right. he would have got there. Exactly. He probably would have scored. I I I argued that he would have scored. Um, I I just argue that yeah, if he like, would have sold out, well, every fan blogger will out. show you the angle that shows. Oh, that you know, what, you know what the problem was though. He, I think he and was dating this. Fan bloggers have no idea what he it was tries dating to this it. this actress at the time. This this is all news now, but she they were probably talking. Yeah, and probably made him soft a little bit. <laughs> made him soft. That's, so that's, that's just that's, science right there. You know, you got to watch. We were hey, talking we talk earlier. Well, well, who's going to have a bigger impact next year, this actress yes. or Jordan uh, Love? Woodley is her last name. I forget. Yeah. By the way, Love has no Shailene. impact on next year. This, Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley. The Virgin. <laughs> we just the told what? you it was Shailene. 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 Who? <laughs> her name is? Yeah, but what's her name? Shailene Woodley. And what's your point? What she you was saying? in the movie Diver- I haven't seen any movies. Yeah, she was in a lot Divergence. of cool Descendants, right? No. Divergent. No? Descendants. I know what no. Descendants is. Is that, is that a kid's show? Yes. My okay. girls love it. What was the one? There was one in... Uh, <laughs> I know. My, my daughter loves it too, but there was a... There was a 
another one with uh, a bunch of girls out in California. That was pretty good. She was traveling the daughter. Pants? What's that? Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? Is that yeah, what that's is? it. There you go. No, that's, it, she whatever. Is, but uh, anyways, young she, in that movie. she's been in a lot of good movies. She's a really great actress. But Fault she, in Our Stars. Yeah, nothing. all that stuff. Great. I don't even know who you guys are talking you about. You just girlfriend. <laughs> you're not Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend. Well, yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, I, I wish yeah. I knew who you I, were. Look, honestly, I've never yeah, seen Divergence. Like, when was this dating starting? That's what I want to know. Did it happen the week of that game? And it's, been, it's been rumored since like the middle of the season that it's been happening. Yeah. Well, there you go. And when did if, his play start? If, if if he was dating Danica, he would have went for it. He would have would have gone all the way. In. She's a race car driver. <laughs> Pedal to the metal. Pedal to the metal. You ain't first, you last. She, she's not a left coaster, not a lefty. You know, being a NASCAR, you know, a race car driver, you're more conservative. You you go for it. Uh, that was a beautiful web web yeah. you just spun there. Yes. So, Tark did his draft day analysis, you know, in our kind of pregame get ready party, Miller Lite, you know, Metro Kia Monday Night Drive, you know, get together here. Yeah. Um, he he did his whole draft day impression, Josh, and it just happened to be on TV last night, and, I, and he did a pretty good job. Draft day, the movie, the movie, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I didn't sorry, know. Sorry, I should have said yeah. that. Kevin Costner, great movie, Jennifer Garner, and you know, it takes place. Of course, he's, Aaron Goldhammer was one of your he, co-hosts. He's he's the voice in that, the radio voice. Is, is he, he really? Yeah. God, he sounds familiar. No wonder. He hosted our show. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. I just so, said yeah, I mean, Remember those takes glory place years? Josh, remember we had a good host? Seen it? Please tell me you've seen it. I've not watched it in entirety. You need to watch no, it. No, yeah, I, mean, I thought that was a GKB requirement. Because, yeah, like, exactly. I mean, you got a Wisconsin our, quarterback. Our, our and, ESPN, I mean, the whole deal. Our Cleveland, Cleveland Browns, team. GM. You know, it's great stuff. Well, there's there's a anyway, picture. There, yeah, go ahead, Tark. There's a picture of our inaugural year of our first game against the Steelers where the boss first of all he did tell he goes I was in that movie go ahead yeah I was in the movie because there was a picture of that game of, of us coming out of the tunnel yeah not me playing because that rarely happened but I was on the team running out of the tunnel and there's Costner there I am behind I was, him and I was looking at it last night and I said to my wife I, I wonder it kind of looks the way Tarek runs, but I couldn't really think. I'm, I'm waiting for number. my residual off the movie. I haven't got there yet. I'm waiting for my SAG membership. You know, I haven't got that yet. What the hell's going on? They're holding you and back, And I was hoping man. that he would bring that same picture to Yellowstone and put it above the fireplace. <laughs> he hasn't done that yet. So much for Costner. I've never heard a show talked about so much, which is so inaccessible, Yellowstone. I don't know what channel that's on. Dude, it's the best. I know he, he talks Paramount. like this. He's yeah, got a deep know. voice. It's the best. You can just order on Hulu or whatever, you know. Is it on Hulu? Well, it's like 20 bucks for the season. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of free stuff. Well, we'll see. Yeah. It's Montana. It's it. Bozeman, man. What's that? It's God's you country. a whole season. I mean, come on. I know. You used to go to Blockbuster, yes. I think. You're old like us. I went so, to Blockbuster. You know, yeah. even that was like five bucks a movie, wasn't oh, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think. Four ninety nine, three ninety nine, yeah. something like that. So We'll take a break here. We'll talk about TJ Lang. This is the jump round. Quickly, I'm going to tell you about Madison Extinguisher. It's Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, Jim. What did I say? Jump around. Oh, jeez. It is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive. And look, you terrified me because I didn't know what I was going to say. Uh, This is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive. It is brought to you in part by Madison Extinguisher Service and Safety. When it comes to fire safety, the most important thing is being prepared. Madison Extinguisher Service and Safety can help protect your business or home. Experts in fire suppression, fire extinguishers, alarms, sprinklers, and OSHA training and consulting. They're a locally owned small business providing personalized service to the Madison and surrounding area. Their owner, Tori, is a former fire chief and has been in the industry for over 20 years. He's an expert and is dedicated to making sure you're prepared in case of a fire. When it comes to flame, know the name 
Madison Extinguisher Service and Safety. For more information on services and keeping your business or home safe, go to madisonfx.com or call 608-FIRE-814-608-347-3814. This is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Miller Lite, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. This is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive on 100.5 ESPN. I was listening oh, to boy. Scals and Brust, and those intro songs. I mean, those are some cuts. I mean, that you know, that I loved it. Yes, and, and I just heard what you just played for us. I'm now very disappointed. <laughs> are you offended? I'm, I'm, I'm offended. perpetually. I'm offended perpetually here. Uh, if you want me to play the Grateful Dead and some Dead and Company, I can do that for you. Roll them. Um. Yeah, it'll get me fired up. All righty. Probably Done. not the uh, audience, but that's okay. Done deal. There might be some olds out there. I'm a young. I like it. That is actually a pet peeve of mine where some people are like, oh, I wasn't alive with Grateful Dead. What what kind of standard is at the set where you only can listen to things that when you were alive? Right, I wasn't uh, alive, obviously, when the <laughs> Beatles were like, right. I mean, I love the Beatles. Well, we had some interns. This was a while back, like two years ago. They didn't realize that Grateful Red was a derivative of Grateful Dead, an actual oh, wow. band. Didn't know it was a real band. Like, well, that was before my time. Yeah, and what? Like, <laughs> you still can like things. Like, the Grateful Dead's before my time, too. I wasn't, I didn't, I was not old enough to appreciate the Grateful Dead. I mean, even, even just think of, from a business standpoint, like the greatest revenue producing band traveling, yeah. you know, live show band of all time. I mean, that's, I, I would, I mean, I, I, I'm not a big fan of a lot of, uh, I'm trying to think of a few that would be. Fit into this category, Josh. Who the would you fish, say? The fish, probably. Fish. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. It's, I was just going to go into the GM. The fish. Yep. It's just fish. Yeah. The, the Facebook, but like string cheese incident. All yeah. those. All those. I mean, I went to plenty uh, of shows, and I understand the whole scene twice. and stuff. But I didn't really get into the music. Yonder Mountain. Dead. Yeah. My brother's big into all these, so yeah. I'm trying to remember the ones. OIR used to be there, but they're out now. They're no longer cool. They're sellouts. They're mainstream. Well, here's yeah. the deal for us old people is that there's hope, right, for us. <laughs> Never mind the young people. Um, that, <laughs> what? That, <laughs> usually so there's We're talking hope. about music right now. No, no, no but okay. I'm just saying usually you go, well, there's hope for young people. I'm not, like, forget them. Um, what I'm saying, there's hope <laughs> for us that we them. can still have jobs that you could actually go and sell somebody. By building a relationship and referencing things that don't necessarily relate to you, because you you just have knowledge about it, and that you 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 find it something in common, and you could sell something. So while all these people are refusing to connect with people, there'll be old folks like us to be able to go, hey man, yeah, you know, I I know we went really deep there. I know this, I know that, and hopefully There's like, make a sale. To be like a drop for one. Tark's got something else he's trying to say. I'm not sure what it is, but like he's trying to work it into the show, which I'm fine with. I got nothing like, else. I know like, hidden agendas. I'm yes, not, be, what yeah. do you mean? What do I got to say? No, I'm here, man. I'm just. I'm always trying to sell something, try to make a living, and uh, I hope that you know relationships still exist. I'm siding with Tark on this because he has never been one hesitant to tell us what he's really thinking. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> 
You're not, tar- you're not siding with him on well, his, his theory. You're just well, with no, him. no, of course not. I think not. this is COVID related. You know, I mean, to try to be in sales, to be, you know, to, to kind of go beyond that, Tarek, right? Probably the last, I would say, I don't know, we're going on 11 months now, thereabouts, has been really difficult because if you actually enjoy um, socializing, networking, getting in front of other people, meeting new people, you know, and being in those types of situations, and, and it's part of what how you make a living, it's been difficult. I mean, there's no question about it. And that's it's and I think there's a yearning for that across this country to get back to no that. doubt. And yeah. if you're going to do that, if you're going to try and make a sale, it, it, all the stuff you're going to talk about doesn't always relate to you. It ain't about you. So get over that. What's in it for me, right, Tark? Well, yeah. That's or, what, no, well, like, no, but that's you, could, you I need to know what's in it for you. That's what you care about if we're on a meeting. What's in it for you? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. How, how do you win? How do you win? Because you win, I win. Who's selling who here, Josh? <laughs> I, we, have a, we have an old-fashioned sell-off? See, I, I've, but, I, I've seen a lot of things that are unprecedented on this show. This is a new one. We've, we've reached new points. But, you want to just relate to someone, like right? That's a sale. It's, it, and people it want to beyond, buy it goes from beyond people. Actually, our sales business and sales, and it's it's families and friends, and just trying to be able to get to that point where you can socialize, laugh face to face. You can take that screen, as far as I'm concerned, and crack it in half. I I'm done. I hate it. Joshua's yeah. on a big uh, uh, Zoom. Yeah, I, I hate Zoom just as much as Good you Lord. Oh, so, this. you know, I mean, it, it's uh, there will be a reversion back to the mean, and obviously we, more vaccines come on the table. And, you well, know, that's we'll be, why. Uh, uh, but, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we have enough intelligence in this country to actually get vaccinated. That's, that's why I, I fear the day that we live in drawers and we're we're living <laughs> off a straw and a video camera, living in virtual reality and in, in living through other things and watching people you know you're there but you're not but you live forever and what is that that's not living it's this is deep it's miserable it is deep Tark took us into a rabbit hole i don't think we've ever ever gone down that you know what that what that's the way i would torture bin laden i just put a freaking straw (laughs) down there i I would take i I would just let him breathe for a little while I, I, I minus the, the the video, you know what I mean. And just let you give him a little breath every once in a while. Can we move past this part? Is that all right? All right I'm gonna yeah, dump that transition here. Just uh, just to torturing, just from letting torturing you know. a dead person to um, <laughs> a terrorist to a con- oh, dead terrorist. Yeah. Well, the next terrorist, the next guy. Okay. We'll get information. He's quick. laying out the blueprint. No, that's not the right way to go. But you I'm know not what I mean? saying it's not. Well, my point is, I'm I don't want to live through a straw. I don't want to get an international. And I don't want. I don't want. I want relationships. I want to go out and shake a hand. I want to be able to go do that. Oh, can't no wait. No question. No question. Everybody hey, can't wait. Tark's ability to seamlessly transition from uh, terrorists <laughs> back to sales back to t- is really remarkable. This is, <laughs> I'm here do for you. Do you think that's Jim. the first time we've ever breaking the Geneva Convention on air in ESPN Madison? Yes. <laughs> talk, talk, maybe done it before. Yeah. 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 But uh, anyways. We're here. Transition. Let's, let's give away some food. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I'm going to give away some food. Uh, courtesy of North and South. North and South is fantastic. Uh, they got the best brisket in town. They got great um, ribs, 
uh, brisket sandwich, pulled pork, whatever you're looking for. We're going to give away, we're actually going to give away two uh, party packs uh, from North and South. Wrapping up this contest, two party packs from North and South. So congratulations to the winner it's going to be. Uh, the number is 844-770-3776. Two party packs from North and South. And uh, you'll pick them up. Uh, yeah. you, you set up with them to pick it up. 844-770-3776. The next two people that call in are the winners. 844-770-3776. North and South Party Packs for the big game this weekend. Don't say anything with the words of the game this weekend or we just get sued right out of existence. All right. So about two weeks ago, I went to the North-South yeah. and DeForest. Phenomenal. That's JD's North. And then South. I was at, in, at the Mineral Point one on Keith. Tuesday. Okay. And I've got the bowl every time. It's the best deal. You are a huge fan of the bowl. I'm going to try that next time because I haven't had that there. The before. bowl, I mean, with I got brisket as yep. my the, the main event. Yep. And the brisket was a really healthy portion with, you know, essentially all like kind of salad items. Phenomenal, phenomenal meal. At, at lunch, the value, it might be the best in town. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've done it you. multiple times. Not far from my house, the Mineral Point location in, you know, I agree with you, Tark. That is the that is get, one of the better. Just so, that's solid right so there. Uh, if you divulge there. more. The cheesy hash brown. Yeah, no, with, I know. Uh, easy there, Mister <laughs> Keto. Uh, um, no, no, no keto. <laughs> <laughs> cheesy hash brown, <laughs> and then and then the brisket, and then I get lettuce, tomato, and cheese, and and uh, barbecue sauce. You know, smoky. Go sm- I love the smoky barbecue. It's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, no, no question. And that I mean for the greatest football day of the year what better than to have barbecue i mean that's perfect yep and we're gonna get two winners there josh is busy with that contest at espwisconsin.com is where you can find out all the all the rules and regulations for that and also want to give a shout out you're gonna do a north and south or any of the other local places around have each street delivery because they're your local food delivery app they were started here in madison wisconsin they've grown uh and, and it's been they give back to the community which not only are they fantastic great deals they had wing week going on. Uh, if you're a UW Credit Union member, you can get free delivery. And they have a lot of other features. If you're new to the app, you can get some free delivery. It is fantastic. But what I'll say is um, they're local, so they give back. They do all these different community fundraising events and, and deliver food to first responders and those heroes that work at the frontline workers. So they're the one you should be using, not just because they're great, but because they're great and local. Each Street is the food app Amen. of ESPN Madison. Alrighty, so now we're gonna get to what time is it, anyways? I don't know how long that talk went to. So we're gonna we'll do a little talk here. Of, we have audio, but I'm gonna get to that in a minute. But I do have some quotes here uh, from T.J. Lang that I wanted to get to. Uh, T.J. Lang said this on 97.1, the ticket in Detroit. Now we have audio from him later the next day with Pat McAfee show. But I wanted to get what he had to say here. T.J. Lang said that Aaron Rodgers is hell bent on some revenge against Green Bay ownership. He goes on to say, I think he was quietly pissed when they took Utah State quarterback Jordan Love a year ago. The one thing I'll say about Aaron Rodgers, pretty much the last 10 years of his career, he's wanted the team to go all in at least one time. Let's trade a future first if we have to to get a couple of guys. Let's just go all in and try to win this thing. And then last year, he hinted at them doing that. Hey, I'm excited. Let's see what they can bring in and they bring in a quarterback. I think that was the ultimate slap in the face when you feel like you're one piece away from winning the whole thing. So uh, he doesn't think that Aaron Rodgers is going anywhere, 
But this reminds me of the last dance Michael Jordan calling Jerry Krause crumbs. He just wants to, and it's good for Packer fans, but he basically wants to stick it to the uh, Green Bay Packers and Goody by proving to them that they're wrong and stick it to them by winning. Well, that's T.J. Lang. He, he carries a lot of weight. And it's, it's hard to argue with them because we talked about this before, right? I mean, they had, we knew they were one game away last year, and we were back in the same place. And what do you do when you do the same thing again? It's almost that insanity type deal. You know what you have in front of you. It's been years now. Believe it. He's been into five NFC Championship games, one one. And that's yeah, not but yeah, on Aaron this Rogers. is the end of the road for Aaron. Right, Meanwhile, but, the last four years, yep. right, of his career, maybe, right? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, he's thirty. He turned thirty-seven this year. I don't. We can't it, assume Brady type play for these guys. And no, I mean, yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, I mean, were the expectations for the tight end for Tanya to do as well as he did? No. I mean, that well, was a lot. Well, because they drafted uh, DeGuara. Right. I know. That's where I was yeah. going he's with like, it. He's, he's my height. He's like. So, I mean, he's. He's, he's a little, you know, small. No, yeah, you know? yeah. Okay. Yeah. A pipsqueak. There you go. There you go. I mean, you know, thank God for Devontae. You know, uh, Devontae could arguably be called the. You know, this season, the best receiver in the league. Absolutely. No question. Um, I think he has as many touchdowns as he did the two years pr- prior combined. You know, and th- it just – there were so many things that just could have been done uh, in the last two drafts, I think, and with development that, you know, might have been – and, you know, a couple free agency things too, of course. But um, I thought they were going down that trend, you know, with the Smith brothers, and he, I thought something was going to be done this year. It wasn't. And he brought up a good point, and with the Aaron Rodgers comments, he didn't sound like a guy who was expecting the Packers to do something different than they did this offseason. Because what if the Packers, we all sit around and talk about, well, they traded uh, up and they got Jordan Love. Well, what what would have happened to this team if they went up and got the best defensive player <clears throat> and traded next oh. year, traded this year's first and next year's first to go get that defensive player? Because we saw what happened. Yeah, we know those those top five defensive guys or any any defensive guy that ends in the top five. We know what they do. Well, I, mean, it was, I, th- I believe it was Ted Thompson's last draft. This is not. I'm not trying to rip on him, but they traded down out of T.J. Watt to get Kevin King and Vince Beagle, fine players, but not T.J. Watt. So. At times, you got to be bold. Last time, I remember the Packers being bold in the draft before this Jordan Love thing, and I could be—I might be missing someone. It's Clay Matthews. Yes, they went up and got Clay, and Clay's right. a Hall of Famer. Well, that's okay. The Packers, like the Steelers, they're not ever going to be up in the middle part of the first, nope. or upper part of the first round. Excuse me. You know, it's just not going to happen. So you have to make moves. Yeah, yep. arguably go up or down. You don't go get a quarterback who's not necessarily. Yeah, no, all- but Tarek, I, I know where you're going with this, well, and we he, talked about he's this. Not in the even. Past. A, I know. I know where you're thinking. In it's the not value Aaron Rodgers that mid- dropped, but but I'm but I'm just saying to make a move to go all in. Uh, you know what Aaron Rodgers wanted to get one of those beasts. You know, in the top five defensive guys. Yeah, you well, know what you got to do. You yeah. got you got you got to make it. You, you know you got to make moves. You got to give and up a I'm, lot. I'm good either to way. To go but, from but, but, 28, 27, someone, whatever. Someone may argue, I, 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 hey, were the, what were the Packers last? Josh, the last like three years. In well, the they draft. had 12 with Gary, yeah, that, but that then I one. believe last year was 26. 12. For okay, that's Love. right. My point though is like you know there might be another person that may say, hey, well, trade out of the first round and get a second and a third. So now you have you have two seconds, two thirds. Whatever you want to do, right? Don't 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 trade up to get a quarterback who's not perceived as a unanimous 
first round no pick. No question. I think we can all agree on that. So where where did we get to this point where we fell in love with that guy? And then to give up the fourth, you know, this year in particular, where that fourth might have been maybe that linebacker that would have filled that void. Uh, uh, David Bakhtiari. They got yeah, Kamal it. Martin who couldn't stay on the field. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's – I, it, I it is the frustration see, that he has. I mean, this is a an offensive lineman that 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 played with yeah. Aaron. So you know, you got to give. By the some, way, there's some credibility. We were saying with that these on comments. The, the, the not, night, it's not Tarek and I just right. Yep. Third, the, this is when they drafted Love. I'd love to go back and go go look at the video or the audio of what I, I said that that night. That it it was frustrating, and and Aaron Aaron was pissed that night and. You know, a lot of people spun it as if, oh, well, he's mad because there's there's competition. No, he's mad that they divested from the team. Right. They didn't invest in the team. The There were some comments that uh, kind of popped up again uh, from right after the draft where uh, Gutekunst said he didn't think there was any wide receivers in the range they were drafting that could make an immediate impact despite them going up and getting a quarterback in that spot instead. Yeah, there's so many what? there's but, so well, many on a things. Don't we draft the best available player? So usually we think we well, that's what I think to. that's his philosophy is yeah. that we just draft we don't draft for need, we draft for the best player. So let's take the receiver out so, of it. Well, I mean, the best available player would have helped this team. I don't care what position it is. Because we, you know, Until whether you it's in the middle round and late rounds, yeah, I mean, then, okay. then you, then, yeah, but, yeah, but if you're talking, I would argue it too because I'm a guy that you draft, you draft need, yeah. it, to a certain extent, and I, I love to sit down with someone who's really but, but, a pro but, in it, how they reconcile. I it. would say that in the first round, best available is usually a philosophy. Um, Depending, of course, if it's a quarterback. I mean, that notwithstanding. Yeah. Or if so. it's the Raiders. But, and then <laughs> even maybe early second. But, but then it starts to get diluted a little bit. Then really your need comes into play. But, and then you take, okay, needs, linebackers. What's the best available okay, of our Okay, so need, if the best know, available player in the first round was a center and you had Lindsley, well, maybe Lindsley you know, goes out and the, plays right. left guard and Jenkins plays left tackle. Maybe. And you got a better opportunity to play. Anybody... Would have helped the scenario, but if better than. But there's a best. Love. Let's say the next best available is a defensive lineman. You need that too. We well, yeah. we need that. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, a corner mean? would have took King's spot. Well, you also could look at. I'm just bringing up some draft. I was looking at some drafts before. You hey, guys look at your about. producer. Hey, he's oh, sorry, we break. got a break. Sorry, <laughs> I just wanted to point out um, Patrick Queen, a uh, guy picked after Love, yeah. 92 oh, tackles, two forced fumbles, two horrible recoveries, two sacks, and. Interception and touchdown. T. Now, Higgins, great season. Yeah. Well, then there's other. Look, you go through the draft here. Yeah, no, uh, it's, we don't even have to do that. That's just painful. No, but you'd Brandon argue Ayuk. now that like, oh yeah, we'll go up, trade up, and get Ayuk from Arizona State. He got hurt. We already had enough receivers that would have been a bad pick, maybe in retrospect. I don't know. N- not not in the long run, but just this year. The Packers I would, should be in the position of selling the farm to go get Chase Young, not trying to trade back or right. trade up to get Jordan right. Love. Right. This yeah, is the no jump question. around 100.5. Yep. Or excuse me, this is Metro Key's Monday Night Drive presented by Miller Lite. <laughs> I 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. You're listening to Metro Key's Monday Night Drive on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand.
Welcome back, man. Metro Kia's Monday night <laughs> drive. We sent a five Miller Light. Started this. They didn't start this. This is Josh started. This. Oh really? <laughs> you think Russ is listening to the Dead? Well, I was actually shocked that he did remember it was the Grateful Dead for a minute, and then he might have forgotten after that. It's because we talked about it off air. So, oh yeah. So he remembered from commercial break. To yeah. on air. So wait, what's, which song was that? What's the name this of that is Shakedown Street. Shakedown Street. There was, uh, well, and, and you know that this guy, well, of course you know, the guy on my left, our our, our leader, our was, fearless leader, was yeah. a, a hippie down on Florida beaches. Oh, yeah. yeah. Point. Okay. Just Back, wandered the I mean, beaches. He's, he's, he's one of us, Tark. He's in... Are you 40 yet? I'm 40. That's turned right. 40 that's in the right. Pandemic. You did turn 40. That's yep. right. <clears throat> right in the middle. Right I'm the still holding hall. you to that 40th birthday party, <laughs> yes. too, when the pandemic I'm actually I'm excited to throw it. Did you see the movie Fletch? Yeah. With Chevy Chase? Love like, that you, movie. you know the beach when he's just going around yeah, that? Yeah, that's it's, what it looked like, I can like see too. you yeah. roller skating right, really, right down the beach. I had a long beard and long hair. Oh, that's hysterical. Awesome. Yeah. A lot of Goodwill t-shirts and shorts and... I got a. I got hired at I Good Karma. Got a job finally at at, at, at at Good Karma Brands by wearing Goodwill shorts. They're like LeBron James basketball shorts, a yellow polo, Goodwill polo, long curly flowing hair, beard, flip flops. I go see Evan Cohen. Oh my an lord! Opportunity wow! At uh, Good Karma Sweet. Brands. That is a good story. Big owl fan. You're a I big owl think, guy, right? Yes. I didn't think it was for anything. He just like, yeah, come on up and see what's going on. He's like, hey, uh, do you want an internship? I can't pay you. I'm like, yeah, I want an internship. I wasn't expecting to get paid. Great. And that's how it, that's how it started. There you go. This is Metro the Kia's. Roots. There you go. Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive presented by Miller Lite. You, Derek, uh, and I've you know talked to Mike about this, but look, he, you had a great experience at Metro Kia trying to uh, purchase a Telluride. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it couldn't have gone better. And it was basically all, you know, um, well, I'll go right to Tarek's, you know, word service and but service <laughs> from a sales not from a you know obviously getting your car uh oil uh, oil change for your car 1995 but, by the way yep <laughs> there you go you laugh that. but you know what you get you get, you get a chance to experience the dealership if you go in yeah i mean uh, and it, look I, I joke i make fun of uh tark about this but you don't have to have a key to go there like right. my cars go in there uh you can take anything there i just had some tires put on there service team is fantastic so yeah, well, for 1995, the the deal is they do they basically give away the oil change, so you could experience the dealership and experience the cars. You get your tires rotated for that 1995 as well. Well, that's that's a hell of a deal. So that's you know the success rate on that is pretty good because people realize the value of the Kia. Yep. Car. I, on the other hand, am buying a vehicle. Yeah, so Tarek's here talking about, hey, Mike's like, I don't care what you got to say, Tarek. Your 1995s aren't going to add up to this uh, Telluride. Here's the Derek deal, Derek. We know you're going to buy a car, right? I'm bringing people in. I'm converting people that otherwise wouldn't because I'm selling them on the service. Okay. All no, right. I will tell you, though, that the, the Tellurides um, are the, their prestige line and, and even go further with their Nightfall Edition. Which is popular amongst the young ones, so I feel uh, pretty cool. I won't be driving it for my wife, but you know what? She loved the the white uh, with the black uh, trim and stuff, and and the leather interior, and and it's just amazing that where Kia has come, and and they've won JD Power I think yep. six years in a row or something like that. But where they're at, I had no idea because I had the same stigma probably as everybody else until I got in one, test drove one. 
Um, and I, and my wife did as well. And there's plenty of room for me in those things. It, you know, it's, and for at all, all the bells and whistles yep. for the price point, let me tell you, I mean, I'm not going to say what we've driven in the past, but yep. it, it's, it's fantastic value. The best thing with Kia, the thing is like, they still have those value cars. You need to, you want to get a new car, you're getting started off, you need something more affordable. They have that for you, but they've added the Telluride. The Sport, it's just taken a whole nother step up there. It's got that Telluride DNA, so they have that available as well. MetroKiaMadison.com is the website. But you're right, it's it's definitely, once you're there and you drive one, all you gotta do is try it, and you're like, oh wait, uh, I can get whatever tier car I want here uh, at Metro Kia of Madison. Yeah, and, and of course, you know, having the relationship with Mike and, and, and sponsoring our show, he, he, it was first class service. I mean, it, you know, it was really... Uh, great how he worked with my wife and i and i mean i would highly recommend anybody just to go just go get in one of those tellurides take a ride you get in you're gonna pick one up but like i was i've been there i've been kind of uh hanging out with him a little bit and i see these the car i'm like oh the telluride there's like that's sold well that one sold so if you yeah, want you one yeah and then they got the the sales team coming in like hey i got another one that will sell it's like all right add it to the book of like once it's made like yours is literally like made and then you're gonna get it like yeah, yours they're, is gonna have you talk about new car smell, and then there's like fresh off the assembly line smell that yours is gonna have. You can't find them. You can't keep them on the lot, and and you know. Um, but if you're gonna get a Kia in Madison, go to Madison's trusted Kia dealer, and that's Metro Kia of Madison because they're the ones that are actually gonna get you in the Telluride. They're the ones that get it done for you. So if you need one and you want one, find Mike and he'll get it done for you as fast as possible. You can only cars are only made so fast, but Mike's one that's gonna get it done for you. This is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive. I want to hear some audio from TJ Lang. Uh, he, this was on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, Josh, we can fire up. Uh, I'm not sure exactly which one we should fire up in first here. Let's go with uh, the idea that Rodgers should want the Packers to go all in. If you're in Rodgers this year, I mean, I, I'm basically saying, look, coming off an MVP season, I bought into Matt LaFleur's offense. I bought in for this team. You saw him, how much fun he was having this year, the leadership that continued. I, I'm saying, you know what? If I don't know what my future is going to hold, I could be here for maybe another year or two. But if I am, you're going to guarantee it for me. And we're going to go out and we're going to try to go all in. And that's a great point right there, just the idea that he's not he's the 12th highest paid quarterback. He doesn't have a lot of guaranteed money. At the bare minimum, the Packers should be telling him, hey, we're going to guarantee some of that money in the back end. So we're going to move that forward so you know that you're locked in here for the next two years. So you have security to know that we're not moving you anywhere for the next two years. That, and you probably got to get more money, but that at a minimum, you got to do that for Rodgers. Well, that's, show a, him the commitment. That's, that's, that's showing respect. Right. I don't, uh, commitment, well, can, commitment's whatever. They I, can walk away after next year with not a lot of capital. I know, but it, I, who's going to walk away? Ro- the, the Packers Ro- No, Rodgers will walk away. Well, he's under contract, so the Packers have all the power. If I know, he but, gets no, the guaranteed but, money. Uh, let me just, I always go back to this. Who holds the cards? Watson holds the cards in Houston. Rodgers holds the cards in Green Bay. I'm not playing yeah. unless you do X. Everybody stops. It's the market. I, I totally it's, agree. It's capitalism. As long as they have the money. I don't matter. Rogers I'm does. not playing. So you t- you go tell the public and you go tell Pepsi that I'm not playing. Yep. The NFL, yep. Roger Goodell is going to make money up to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there is the absolute truth. When you have, I mean, it's a. There's only a few guys. It's Deshaun. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Aaron Rodgers. That have Brady, that, I guess. Yeah. Have that leverage. Well, yeah, you know, but Brady doesn't have those guys' leverage as far as um. Hey, I'm not playing. So you guys figure it out, but I'm out of here. 
So the league, like now, is gonna, yeah, the league is gonna be like, okay, Green Bay, like just figure this this out. Wait, you imagine Rogers getting on the podium and just really letting it loose. I mean, he's got to be careful so he doesn't look like too big of a yeah. complainer. But he's gonna he'll call everybody out and just go, okay, now what are you gonna do? Yeah, he's got the. He's, I got a hundred million in the bank. Yep, I, I'll leave. Well, that's I'll, the one I'll thing wait. with these players. The more money they get paid, they can sit and not have to worry. They don't not live in paycheck to paycheck anymore. No, it hasn't been. No, not for a while. Not since. But that was two, the, not that, since since 2011. That was. I mean, that was the NFL's old way of like, look, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. And pretend you're going to hold out. You don't have the money to hold out. Watson and Rodgers have the money to hold out to do what they want to do. Yeah, and they have the integrity, yeah. but they have the money. They're not going to. They're not going to sweat if the team tries to find them or take well, the game it, checks. And we were kind of talking on, on the side here a little bit, like you know, Rogers got to be careful because he doesn't want to look too whiny to the public and all that. But in the end, like I'm thinking back now, like he really bought in. He bought in. He really willed this team to come together, you know. And I give Coach Lafleur a lot of credit too. They worked together, you know. If you're a good coach, you're sitting there like, man. Let's bring the tools. Right. Let's, bring, let's give him what he wants because you know what he's done. What his part was, Lafleur did what he was supposed to do. It just has gone back uh, far enough. There's too many examples where there, there's, you know, the lack of support um, shown towards a elite quarterback in this league. And you know, I think Tarek's right. I think that leverage is now built up to a point where there will be an understanding because of the history. Um, I just, you know, I, I think... You, you the, imagine the, if this the is pressure, the NBA? The, the NBA? Yeah. Look at the NBA. I don't know why Harden, Harden didn't, didn't like the coach, didn't like the way the wind blew, and he, like, held court. Yep. Yeah. Why, why can't the quarterback... It, in the NFL, the most you know, this is like LeBron James. Yeah, it's, it's well, now gotten to now that point. close and to it that. Should be. I, and I, yeah, I mean, why can't the player? Why can't I love? They what, are. I love what Kirk Cousins did. He broke the mold. Yeah, and that's Kirk Cousins. Yeah. You know, so there is there needs to be more leverage by players. That's where ownership gets yeah, very just, very nervous. This I, is not. This isn't. A, this is really the market because the player can. Okay, Tark and Derek can't. Right. The player. Who is of a certain level can do it, and that's the, what the market bears. It's like a, we'll take a break, come back, talk more about it. I want to take more onto this. This is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Miller Lite, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN up, and Wisconsin on the man. Are you ready for the Monday Night Drive? Live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, this is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Miller Lite on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Miller Lite. 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Shout out to Club Lamarck. They had the Philly cheesesteak. You had a burger with cheese curds, jalapeno Actually, poppers. Actually, Tarek and I split burger. Fantastic. Fantastic. Now, they're Madison's race car bar. Miller Lite drink specials during races. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6. They have daily lunch specials and, of course, because it's Wisconsin, they got a Friday fish fry. Check out Club Lamarck next time you're looking for somewhere to go. 
We were talking TJ Lang and TJ Lang's thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. I read some of them, but we do have some more thoughts here as far as TJ Lang with Pat McAfee, who does a really good job uh, with his show. And uh, he had uh, some more to say about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, and TJ Lang shared his thoughts on the Packers drafting a QB and what that did to Rodgers' psyche. In my mind, too, a little bit of almost a sense of not maybe embarrassment or humiliation, but wow, like they just drafted a quarterback when I've been basically crying for help to go get a little bit more help on the offensive side. I think that hurt him a little bit. Maybe it fueled the MVP season he had. Which, um, I mean, if you're trying to, uh, I don't think that was a plan to like fuel an MVP season from Aaron Rodgers. This is why I kind of said that Jordan Love might be the worst pick for the Packers since Tony Mandrich because you pissed off your your Hall of Fame quarterback to draft a guy who was viewed as maybe the fourth best quarterback in the draft and you were one game away from the Super Bowl. All those things combined, it's like, well, what kind of what kind of ridiculous pick is this? Mainly starting with the fact that you upset your star quarterback. Now you're getting a little tight on cap and you don't have a first-round pick that's going to help you Last year, but or this upcoming year, this first-round pick's not helping you. So now you don't have a guy there that could have filled some role as you well, lose maybe Lindsley and Jones and Williams and Kevin King. The sad thing is we just we just don't know who Jordan Love is. Nobody does. You know, he hasn't shown much in wow, practice. Wow. In practice, but you I should mean, be able to tear it up on. in practice. I just I don't I don't buy any of that. You, you gotta you know he's also yeah, but, but he, he's been in the Derek, same room as Rogers too, by the way, which is uh, that's a good Derek, teacher to have. Let me ask you a question though. All uh, Mountain West is last year yeah. in college. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't care. I mean, he might be able to play. We don't know. Yeah, but let's say he's Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Right. And, I, I'm and, not uh, saying yeah, that Aaron's if, level. I'm just saying Garoppolo, play, if, if you, you, be a you could potentially trade him, right, for some picks. Is that worth, is that, worth that pick at no. this time no. with no. what we have at stake? With You have no. the best quarterback or one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And now you know him. Yeah. No. And I, so four years I, from way, now, he's Jimmy Garoppolo. By the way, I don't remember who, who I texted, if it was you, Jim, on draft night, and I said, watch them do it. And yep. my gut instinct was just because of what has been done to Aaron year after year after year. Well, and, and everything's different if they don't trade up for it. Like, that's the other part, too. Like, they go up and get the quarterback? It didn't make any who sense. Who might have gone to the second round? I mean, yeah, yeah, they, I didn't call the trade. I thought they yeah, might pick yeah, him at there if he dropped that yes, low. I, I agree. Yeah, and then all of a sudden to see him, it, yeah, this was my Tua. mind. This wasn't Tua. No, I did the show Friday before the draft, saying like the I think the draft the first round was on Friday night. Doing the show, I hope to God they picked Jordan Love because there was like some like slight rumors. I said it'd be the funniest thing ever. And then when they picked him, I was, when they traded up and picked him, I was through the moon because it's just such a dumb thing yeah. when you were so close to the Super Bowl. Wait, you were through the moon because you're a Bears fan, right? Yes. Okay. So, just to be clear, I want the public to know. So, if you're if you're Goody, do you just cut him now and sit and lick your wounds uh, and pay Aaron? You could trade. You get a second, third round pick for Love, probably. I mean, some no teams way. liked him. You can get a third round pick easy. I'm mm, sure. Maybe. Maybe it's conditional, but. That's I think tough. I mean, that'd be a big statement, you know. I mean, I, you know. I think they should trade him. But some people say Philip Rivers hasn't turned in his papers. He's twelve million less, like we talked about, yep. than Mahomes. You know, and he's ultimately going to receive the MVP more than likely. Mahomes is getting um, his. You know, Mahomes' cap if this year is like five million dollars, just from wow. like the way it's all built. Yeah, it was out. all front. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's all like. I think. I think at this time, though, like the, I you know, 
You know, I think that's all the cost is kind of like baked in. It's already done. So you keep love and you work on other ways to get other guys. I mean, well, I just don't think, I don't think that, you know, if you get a third round pick, God bless you. I don't think you'll get it. But to that point, uh, TJ Lang did also talk about what other teams have done, like Tampa. They do got a free room, though. That's what I'm getting at, by the way. They would free room if they got rid of love. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, free room? Yeah. Cap room. Oh, okay. this guy. Wait, I wait, felt like a stay in a room for free. Yeah. No. So, no, do we get a free room at the Sybaris? <laughs> <laughs> With a slide and mirrors. Jim, were you trying to toss to the sound there? Yes, and yes. they didn't catch on. Yes, All right. Here, yes. here's the sound. Okay. Yes. When you kind of piece together, you know, the little puzzle pieces, and you hear things about, well, maybe Jordan Love needs more time. He's not ready. You know, maybe he didn't look so good in practice this year. You look at what Tom Brady did down in Tampa where he said, basically, I don't really care that we have Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. Go get me Gronk. You know, bring in Antonio Brown. And they listened, and they did it. And they picked up uh, Leonard Fournette. I mean, they gave him as many pieces as he possibly can. We've never seen that with Aaron Rodgers. We've never seen that with Green Bay. That's always been out of their comfort zone about maybe trading picks or maybe going out to sign the splashy guys like that. Well, and that's uh, the thing. Uh, I just there's a lot of truth to that. You, you, I, this is like we've been talking about. And I, I know. And again, God bless Ted Thompson. Great, but you know how many times do we have to hear how they're under the cap. He's. Not, I mean, it's Goody. Not it's all no, Goody, Goody. But either way, yeah. You get in front of the board. I don't know. I might blame the board. You know what are you doing? Are you, you just love to tell everybody you're under the cap every year and that you guys have done the right thing. And we're investing in the future. Well, people don't. That's not what what's going on here. You got to win now. I mean. How many times are you going to keep it? I, I get it. You fill the you fill the stands, get all the sponsors, and the bars are full before the game. Now, but is that is that what we just want? We just want to kick the can, you know, just kicking the can down the road, and be playoff eligible. So I, I, don't know. I maybe that's what they want. It just seems like the Packers are always like we're going to get like ninety four percent there, and then they don't just do this. Like Tampa just kept on piling pieces on. That's what TJ was talking about. Like. TJ Lang of like they just added these random guys, even if they weren't necessarily huge pieces. They just kept on throwing things at it. You had Godwin, I, you had Evans, and then you add Gronk and Brown and Fournette. And they just kept on piling the stuff in there. I think when you're building a franchise, you do you do that. That's what you do. But they've been doing it for so long. At some point, you got to make that little transition just to put you over the top. Yeah, but it's like and bring in, bring in the players. Anything. Well, outside well, I mean, of this I'm going to tell you, you know. Uh, when I was with the New York Giants, they went out, ownership went out, management, and got three offensive line free agents. One being a former teammate at Tarx, uh, I think seven or eight time Pro Bowler, Lomas Brown. This is 2000, and, right? Yeah, be our left tackle. Yep. We needed a left tackle. We just lost, you know, so they, we needed another guard and center. Um, unfortunately for me, uh, Glenn Parker, who had, you know, at that time four Super Bowls with the Buffalo Bills and great veteran, and then Dusty Ziegler. Um, you know, Dusty and I both got hurt that year, so that was both our last years in the in the NFL. But having those guys come in, having myself and guys like Ron Stone and um, if Roman Oban wasn't with us, I'm trying to remember a couple other guys: uh, Mike Rosenthal, Jason Whittle. Did Mike Barrow come in that year? Was he another? Yeah, one? Mike Barrow was another one defensively. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Dude, yeah, huge. Okay. Exactly. So they, that's great point, Tark. So three offensive linemen: Mike Barrow. I mean, they went out. And they went all in because they saw we had pieces. You know, we had some yep. talent defensively, of course, with, you know, Strahan, Jesse Armstead, and then we had Amani Tiki, another former teammate at uh, Tarks, Kerry Collins, um, you know, played well that year. But 
they went all in, you know, and, and so I got to see and witness that. So I understand what, what, what TJ saying. I mean, it's green Bay's culture has just never been that for whatever reason, if it's what, like what Tarek's talk, talking about, you know, is there a lot of incentive where it doesn't matter? Packer fans, they're going to come fill the stadiums, Look, and fill I, the bars, you know, hotels. That used to be an old knock on the Cubs of why do they got to go all in? They're going to sell out regularly no matter what. They just got to yeah. be respectable. Josh, you're the Packer fan. What is your kind of take on what the Packers, I mean, do you feel like they just, for whatever reason, sell themselves short like 5 7% every year? Yeah, I mean, this is, to me, it's a multifaceted thing here where the draft and develop mantra of the early years uh, of Aaron Rodgers' career made sense. Going all in in 2013, I don't think makes a ton of sense. You have Aaron Rodgers, you kind of keep building the team. But now that he's in the twilight of his career, the year, the years are literally numbered that he's going to be one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league. You have to do all you can to win that Super Bowl. And even if it comes at hey, we're going to stink in two years when Aaron Rodgers is long gone and we're going to have to rebuild. But you also don't have the sustained success that the Packers have had if you don't do the draft philosophy and the uh, addition of free agents, like the philosophy they've had. But at times, you push comes to shove and time comes in. You need to move your chips all in because that's how you win. Well, and I think a lot of it just points to Add a few more margin, you know, free agents in the margins, and that might just get you there. Just even like when Funch, I just look at what Funch says he's not going to play this year for COVID reasons. Then find another guy, Antonio Brown, whatever. Not saying they're great, but add a couple guys in there, and then have it be a competition. Let chips fall where they may. Well, when because if Brown, look, if Brown doesn't make it, you cut him. And but it's the just bottom line is, that if, you, if you're looking at the last <laughs> game against the 49ers a year ago, you're looking at them run the ball down your throat, yep. and you got physically abused. Um, violence, Derek. Violence. Yeah. There's violence going on, and you know what? What do you do? How do you combat it? You didn't do anything, and then you got rid of the middle linebacker that was there. I get it. Martinez is not a physical. Martinez was like pretty good for the he, Giants. He, he was year. consistent, and and I get it. If if you made a mistake and let so, him go, so, I wouldn't have let him go. Here, but slightly above average. Is what here, here's the, here's the, to Tark's point. I mean, what a great offense. You know what? They had not a lot of help from their defense, but they had, that offensive line, one of the best offensive lines. We had great running offense. I mean, we, we there was violence on the offensive side of the ball. There wasn't always on the defensive side of the ball. There was Kenny. Uh, we Clark. saw flashes of Kenny Clark. Clark. I was just going to go there. We saw flashes of it, but when you have that good of offense, you need to go all in on a couple defensive guys. You just have to. That's what you need, to Tarek's point. You need, you need a run stopper. Kenny Clark, man, he could play the four technique and be a beast. You know, bring a bring a, a ton of fun and put him on the zero yeah. technique at nose versus a Kenny Clark, which, by the way, even speaks more to him as a pass rusher from that spot on the football you know, field, right in the smack dab middle, zero technique. There were players at the trade deadline, too, like the, the guy from the Bengals went to Seattle. Uh, there there were a lot of there were defensive linemen and linebackers. They could have made a move on. They didn't do it, and, and we were so they had a second bite at the apple. Yeah, they could have done it during the draft. They didn't do it, and they didn't do it in free agency. Yeah, and they strangely acquired Damon Harrison snacks the yeah. run stopper, and he barely played in the playoffs, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, but he was let go. He's not a guy that anybody wanted. He was he was like on the street. Yeah, no, I'm saying he he was an asset they could have used 
maybe. more in those run maybe. style. He, he played had too many snacks and was well, not, he- you know, <laughs> But to the heavy. Packers' defense and what Josh is saying, other teams wanted him. Like he was like, oh, sometimes those was guys he? just let go yeah, because they're not in a position where that team's going to win and they're like, you know what, we're just going to cut bait on it. But it came he, on Austin. He left, he left Seattle because they, could, they weren't going to make the playoffs and he wanted to be on a team that could win. Yeah. Okay. And so Seattle so but him and Austin, him. how did they get Austin? Is he street or is he cut? I believe he was street. Yeah. Street. Okay. Well, that just says enough to me. They didn't make any moves. They didn't trade a fourth round pick to get Austin. They needed to make a move to get a guy. And Dunlop was the guy that I forgot. The guy that went to Seattle. Like a guy like that that could be a big disruptor on your defensive line for your defensive line. And they didn't do it. Right. So, and they knew it. They knew what they were on. They, we all saw it, that they were on the precipices. Precipices. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't try and say it again. The two. <laughs> I should have stopped. I wanted to go for it, and I did it, and it was not right. But they were right there. They were right there. And the simple answer also is they could have just gone in more this year by drafting players with their first and fourth round pick instead of Jordan Love. Who's going to be your yeah. backup? Well, that's you, fine. I mean, they made Jordan a mistake. Love did not, so. was but, not but active. If for you're a if you're moving up, if you're moving fine, up but. in the draft, go get a defensive guy. Yep, that's what I mean. But I, I just don't understand it. I, you know, and we can. I mean, Patrick we're beating Queen the, was picked right after him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, wow. Well, Chase hey. Clay, Chase Claypool was picked, I believe, in front of uh, AJ Dillon. So, well, Patrick Queen would have been nice. They could have had both of them. Yeah. Jeez. So, Jim, here's my question to you. Yep. You obviously are a Bears fan, mm-hmm. so you're you're slanted in your deal. We're, we're at a different tier. It's a different kind. I know, of I know. So but but here's yeah. the deal, though. It, it, would you be saying the same thing? I know you'd be honest with us if you were a Packer fan, because I, you know, we have the listeners out I there. We're all Packer fans. Packer fans. You're leading the witnesses here. We're we're, we're well, feeding into your narrative, but I'm, I think we're speaking <laughs> that we're we're telling the truth. We're telling the truth as we see it. But you're really negative Nancy here. Well, I lean on now TJ will be some people say he's a negative uh Packer fan. TJ Hogan, my former co host here on the jump run. This is obviously Metro Key's Monday Night Drive presented by Miller Light. But Josh, I mean, Josh would tell me if I'm I'm out of left field in this. I mean, I'm not wild in what I'm saying. No, I don't think so at all. I do think at times I can see your motive for saying the things you do. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think I don't think at any point today you've been uh, leading us away to pick at us. I just want to check ourselves because if I'm driving us. in the car and we're just, we, you know, there's one thing like you go down the road and you're Look, like, yeah, some, you know what? Things. I have problems with the Packers and I'm a diehard Packer fan. I mean, whoever Joe Driver is, yeah. and then all of a sudden you just hear him like, hey, why are these guys so negative all the time? You know, like and and, and I, you get I pissed go, off. Like, and I don't, I don't want to like put, keep on the Packer game and he's flipping, he's freaking out because they didn't kick because they kicked the field goal instead of going for it. Yeah, I, just so, a casual. Sorry, I think this is pretty normal in across place, right? Packer yeah. land. No, there's considering the, fan, the there's Super the Bowl blogger, weekends coming yeah, up, and yeah. and we all believe they'd be there. Well, so the fan we should be fan type that's like all, absolutely hypercritical. Yeah, I mean, there's no question we should be. This is the time to be critical. Right? Yeah, absolutely. We've been. Po- I mean, there wasn't a lot of criticism about the Packers, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. So I, when they were winning. You give them the praise. Because Gutekunst has what done some good things. Plenty of good things. That yeah. makes the draft thing worse. He drafts well. It'd be one thing if this was Brian Pace trading away draft picks. Great. I'd rather have Cleo Mack than you trying to pick make a pick because you can't pick anyone good. I just I Goody's wonder picked well. I wonder what what's going on there. You know, we haven't really talked. I mean, the NFC championship last two years, you know, Aaron hasn't played all that great. In fact, 
Packers weren't really in the game ever with the Bucks till till the end a little bit. They showed some flash, but I I, I don't I, that game was always to me. Maybe you guys felt differently, but was in hand of the Bucks. Yeah, I'd well, say we talked about the physicality. Of, of it felt in hand for that game time. This involved. Well, yeah, it felt it felt. Uh, early I knew on, I knew we were going to have trouble it. once the half play before half. That was when it because, was like that's probably because they it. had yeah. Aaron Rodgers. I believe. They were always in it. Yeah, that's why I said like, kudos I felt to like him. Seventy percent control throughout. But to the old school football guy, Derek and I talked about that. The and this was the 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 difference. We asked what's we asked the week before the game. What's gonna what's gonna make the difference in the game? Where are we gonna look at what decides the game? And I thought that the the physicality would would make the difference. And most casual fans would go, "Ah, eh, you know what? We got enough talent. But, but, we can figure it out." But it was about getting hit we're, in the mouth. We were missing I thought number sixty nine, A. Yeah. You know, one of the best left tackles. And that's not necessarily be, physicality. That's just pure talent. I mean, Billy Turner, God yeah. bless him. You know, he's fighting his butt off out there. But that's JPP. That's I mean, they that uh, that's where I felt in the tr- going back the old school in the, in, in the trenches. trenches. <laughs> in the trenches, yeah. Yeah. I just felt the game was always in hand. You know, I, I really that would that would have solidified the game, I think. And it, without him in the game. Okay, now yeah. we have to go deal with what we have. Aaron Jones getting his bell rung and, uh, and dropping the ball God. twice. Okay, one we recovered, one we didn't. I feel like that resonated with the team. Like, hey, we're just getting our butts kicked. We got to, like, concede here a little bit, even though Aaron was willing his way back into the game. It all makes sense. We'll take a break here. I want to talk about Jim Leonard interviewing with the Green Bay Packers. This is... Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Miller Lite, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. You're listening to Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. This is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Miller Lite. Jim Rutledge, former Badgers, Tark, Saw, Derek Engler with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison studio. Shout out again to Club Mark for the great burgers and Philly cheesesteak and jalapeno poppers. They're Madison's race car bar. They have Miller Lite drink specials during races. Happy hour, Monday to three, Monday through Friday, 3 to 6. Daily lunch specials and Friday fish fry. So my brother is a grateful dad. And I didn't, I don't do this on purpose, but my oldest daughter is Rosalie, which is, there's a song uh, from the Grateful Dead, and then Magnolia. And so my brother is like mad. I'm like, first of all, you're 37, now you don't have kids. I don't think you get to claim uh, Grateful <laughs> Dead names anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's like, he's like, I just love the girls' names or whatever. But there is, I don't know if that was a subconscious aspect to it, but it's definitely part of it. My too much of that stuff down on the beach rollerblading uh, around uh, down in Florida or uh, apparently because Ro- Rosalie both of them actually were my idea for the names it, Rosalie uh, was one I think I kind of came up with the idea of like I thought I think it was just from like I thought Rosie was cute we we're gonna like kind of come up with a regular name so Rosalie was it and then Magnolia I was like well we have Rosalie Magnolia so I don't know maybe it was half baked maybe back baked in the back of my mind <laughs> <laughs> That's but crazy. here's the here's the here's the weirder part. Uh, so 
I like the song. It's like a, it's uh, every rose has its thorn. Oh, and so yeah. here's the weird thing. So Rosie's middle name, she's named after my wife's aunt who passed away before Rosie was born. Her name is Dawn. So it's Rosalie Dawn. And then at some point, I'm like, and like every rose has its thorn, just like every night has its dawn. So I'm like, I don't know if these lyrics subconsciously put this name together for us or not, because my wife likes both, you know, Grateful Dead songs and uh, Every Rose Has Its Thorn. I'm like, I don't know if subconsciously we just kind of that worked into our conscious or that's just coincidence, but it's it's wild. Well, don't get us into power ballads. I mean, that that's my glam rock hairband days. Well, so oh, my man. uncle, yeah, yeah, I can, yeah, I'll go on and on well, and on. Me too, because my uncle was in. He tried out for a lot of those bands in L.A. He was in that hair metal scene in L.A. Played in a ton of them. Actually, was a tried out to replace Axel or no, uh, tried out to uh, replace now Slash in Guns and Roses and was a finalist to do it. He didn't get it. So he, he now he runs like the guitar centers down in Texas. So he's uh, like in charge. Josh, of- have you heard of the song "Home Sweet Home"? Motley Crue. It's. I'm having trouble thinking One of it in my of head. The but strong power ballads of the '80s. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tark got the party with Vince Neil. <laughs> yep. Down in Fort Lauderdale. It's a heck of a night. I bet. I bet. Metal shop. Culminated in the metal shop. <laughs> is that like the body shop up in Wisconsin Rapids, or is this? Uh... Yeah. No. Well, it's no. Okay. It's, it's a it's a rock and roll uh, arena. Kind of not okay. arena, but a club. Okay. Okay. Not Wait. a strip club. For the record. <laughs> Great name for a strip club, though. Body Shop. That was up in the Wisconsin. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Did you? I do know this song. You know okay. I'm right. a dreamer. Come on, Derek. Let it go. No, 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 no. I, I, I'd rather sing this. These dead. songs. Could you imagine Along being poison, a, poison's a rock, great. Yeah, yeah, but a rock star in the 80s with these arenas full and all the women. I mean, like, that's a life. You want to oh, be the guy. man. I've been to Tesla, Poison, Motley yeah. Crue. You be the Warren, lead singer of one of those bands or the lead Van guitarist of one of those Van bands. Halen. The music video for this is very clearly showing the things they're talking about here with them performing this live. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're concerned about having to dump even though it's on. T- it's only visual. Like, that's all. Yeah, yeah. I, Motley Crue is a whole. I mean, they sing a song. Some Cinderella, posters. don't yeah. know what you got till it's gone. I just yeah. keep going. Well, Motley Crue's got the song about their their Skid dealer, Row. Uh, Doctor Feelgood. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Skid Row. Uh, yeah, what, what, you got to give us the actual name of the song, Tark. Oh, and I'm trying to get a life? mental block. Eighteen. Is that their ballad? I think so. Eighteen. In, yeah. yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> life. I don't think I can say the word anymore uh, in that song. If Let's I, avoid I, it then, huh? Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> it is if it's. Honestly, I know I can't say the word. I just don't know if I have the right lyric, but I'm definitely not saying the word. Who, who sings Skinny Bop? Oh, Unskinny Bop. Yeah, that's poison. poison. Yeah, there you go. Sing yeah. that one. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I actually know it. Make sure to record it and put I, it on TikTok. Oh, no, no. Poison no, no. was like my. I, I had a lot of poison tapes. That first tape, doesn't surprise me. Poison. First tape I ever had, Poison, open up and say ah. And my parents didn't realize, nor did I, when I bought this tape. You open up the inside, and it is all naked women on the inside of the uh, tape cover. So that was life-changing for me at 10 years old. But all of a sudden, I get this tape uh, with all these lyrics of songs that I didn't understand. I mean, why my parents allowed me to listen to Poison, open up and say, ah, at 10 years old? Because well, there's songs on there of, like, uh, I'm trying to... Well, so obviously, it was Every Rose Has Its Thorn, but it was um, looking nothing but a good time. Oh. Uh, there was a... a yeah, yeah, there's, yeah that- it doesn't uh, defeat, you know, your mom finding a two live crew tape and you're preaching. Two live yeah, crew. That, 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 that was uh, <laughs> that was not good. 
<laughs> Not good. That ushered in the censorship censorship yep. era, didn't it? Yes. Yes, it did. Uh, Banned in the USA was the whole song they wrote about it. Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, my dad hated that song. <laughs> he hated <laughs> Banned in the USA. You, uh, to the point where like, I was like... Die- the, he hated it so much, and I think I heard it once, and I was so excited to hear it like at a bar once. I like put fifty cents in to like hear the song. Uh, yeah, he hated that song. So open up and say, "I'm gonna get the playlist for this." But there was definitely your yeah, mama don't dance or what? Yes, there was uh, "Love on the Rocks," which you can imagine that's not a song I should hear at ten. You had um, yeah, your mama don't dance, tearing down the walls, which is definitely another song I should not. Good love. Back to the Rocking Horse, nothing but a good time, which we all know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look, but you can't touch. Then there was like the old school Fallen Angel and Every Rose Has Its Thorn. But yeah, that came out in 1987. (laughs) Did you make sure your parents did not find the inside? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Keep that one under lock and key? Yes. Uh, It blew my mind. The only only other time, like when I was older, (laughs) Was like, uh, now this is like, this is a tape, so it's very tiny. Oh yeah, and then it's like the picture in the tape. So these are microscopic photos. <laughs> but you, you're eight, nine years old. Uh, yeah. uh, it's life changing for you. But the other one was the first time I heard the Chronic by Dr. Dre. I had my headphones on, and I was like waiting for someone to just like my dad to just rip oh. my head off because <laughs> the the lyrics of that song. I was like, whoa! I had not heard all of that together. Uh, I think that was because I tried to buy it in Florida. In Florida, they cared about the parental advisory. My brother and I could not buy the tape down in Florida. <laughs> we had to come back up here to the mall, probably Northridge or whatever, and go buy the tape there and came, put it in my dad's. Then whenever my dad left, he had the big, like, old school, big floor <laughs> speakers and everything. So whenever he left, I'd fire up the chronic and let it play. This is a little, it's more based on you having that picture in your uh, tape yeah. there, but. Uh, a sad thing that's not going to happen anymore is the kids finding uh, the magazines yes. in the woods I, that was or in the garage because yes. I feel like every every right. male has that experience. Where My dad find. had a pile of those magazines, <laughs> and they definitely made their way into the woods. I was a very cool kid when I had uh, those magazines for my friends. Yeah. Vanna, Vanna just, White. Vanna White. That was, uh, that was the classic. I'm just imagining a very uh, just – I don't know, a, a, a teenage Rutledge, or I guess Poison, they were probably first album you were, said you were 10. It came out in 1987, so I just knew I got How I, old were you then? I, I would have been seven then. Oh, okay. So maybe I got it at eight or nine, because I got it in Fort Atkinson, and I left Fort Atkinson when I was Okay, 10. so you're not so. going to dances, going up to the girl when I Won't Forget You is playing in the background, and <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I brought back some memories, Josh. <laughs> they were still uh, playing that song, I mean, for years at all kinds of junior high dances. <laughs> songs last a while. Didn't make it to my era, unfortunately. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, man. Josh, how, how old are you again? I'm 32. Really? Jeez. Yep. Still still not a spring chicken. You know? No. <laughs> but so far behind, this just sucks, you know? Like, I mean, you're older than Brust. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I'm the oldest one on Scalzo yeah. and Brust. Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, is Scalzo 31 or 30? I think he's 31 or 32. Okay. Like, he's just a few months behind me. You might be too old for, like, Britney Spears almost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Britney Spears <laughs> is 40. <laughs> no, I, she came out in 2000. You know, he, how old was he, like 10? Oh, you mean, like, 
<laughs> know who she is. I was like, I no, feel no, like, she, like the songs that she, you know, uh, hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah, that but was you were also like, a but you were like eleven. Video. Than ten, I, yeah, I was very so, aware of yeah, where, so like yeah. you He's were very not, aware yeah. of Britney Spears. No, no, but like the in the highlight, I'm thinking of junior high, going old. down the junior high dance and gotcha. having, oh. you know, oops, I did it again. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> no, that, you know, yeah, that played with my heart, and then like <laughs> it, 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 it like resonates with them because the girl said no, yeah. and, and like the whole deal. So Wait, anyways. why can't she say yes in this situation? If we're daydreaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, again, another tough t- transition full right, of, to Jimmy Love. He has a closet full of like uh, Catholic school skirts in your deal from that video, right? Why That's would, a big deal. Why would he oh, no. have Well, that was just his, the era. That's what I'm saying. The, the, her dancing. <laughs> oh, I was schools. wearing the skirts. Yeah, no, whatever. Saying. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's a, it, you can have a whole spoof on this yeah. whole deal. Okay. That was a fact. Sorry, yes. I didn't mean to like get you all riled up. No, I just don't. I don't know. I was. Yeah, you don't I remember the video? For a second. I remember yeah, the video sorry. absolutely. Right. I think I was 16 when that video came out, or 17. Like, I, it's a very memorable video. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Go to Jimmy <laughs> Leonard now. There you go. <laughs> Seamless transition. I. We are the kings of transitioning. Should I break or should I transition? Let's break here, oh, uh, and then we can. Wants a break, and then we can come back. We can have, play some more dead. And then we have our Super Bowl picks to get to as well. So. All right. Perfect. So before we do all that, though, Metro Kia Madison, Tark loves their service. Derek bought a Telluride there. There's no – if they're Madison's trusted Kia dealer. If you're looking for a Sportage or a Telluride, they have a car that fits every budget you want. So you need something that's entry level and value, they got it for you there. And if you want something that's more high-end, they have that in the Telluride and the uh, Sportage as well. So go see the all-new all new Kias and the completely redesigned Sportage at Metro Kia Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealer. This is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Miller Lite 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. This is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive on 100.5 ESPN. Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Miller Lite, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. I know this isn't the band, but uh, this kind of reminds me This reminds me of being in Florida, and we would come home from the bars, we'd fire up the last waltz, and kind of just end the night watching that one, the uh, documentary about the band. Great Great musical. Well, this is Dead End Company. So I know. John Mayer, yeah, yeah so, I know this wasn't them. So yeah, just reminded which, me of it, though. Quite honestly, um, you know, and I'm a big Jerry fan, yeah. but I, 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 mean, I prefer is, John Mayer. I, I mean, yeah. I, you know, and having seen him live at Wrigley at one of those concerts, that, that was 
fantastic. You know, I will do that again. My brother would probably freak out, but I think he's just too much of a purist that he would go with Jerry. There are a lot of those stupid. My my brother believes that like Jerry's the second coming. Yeah, you know whatever. Yeah, so that that whole scene I'm not down with. I like some of his original music, especially Jerry Garcia band. But um, you know, he there's plenty of his. I suppose you have a lot of. uh, what do you call them? Uh, Dick's Picks volume sets. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, some of those. <laughs> yeah. no. You got into space drums. Oh yeah. No, it's. <laughs> um, I'm. I'm not in one of the. I'm never in those. A musical guy can't do any wrong, sort of thing. All right. All right. So, Josh, do yes. you did you ever see the the last waltz about the band? I have not. I was actually looking for the Long Strange Trip the other day on streaming. Yeah. When I had time, I did not get a chance to find it anywhere. Both I had, are great. But, so yeah. the last waltz is done by Scorsese. Yeah. And Robbie Robertson, part of the band, left the band to go do basically musical scores with Scorsese. And it was so apparently Robertson, by all accounts, was carrying them the last few years. Those guys were so. Uh, 60s out, if you will, yeah. that they were not able to write their own write their own lyrics anymore, and then yep. Robbie's like, you know what, I'm done. Now, look, it's all collaborative and everything like that, but it was it, they're a fascinating story too. <coughs> but we'll talk about Jim Leonard before we get down some weird tangent again. Yeah, as Tark's kind of, we've already lost Tark. He's on TikTok. No, he's putting I'm, it away. I'm looking up up on Cripple Creek. Uh, That's a great one. Yeah. So and the weight. Yes. The night they drove old Dixie down. Yep. Uh, they have a, a lot of songs. But The Last Waltz puts together some great musical acts from that era that were friends because they were a backing band for Bob Dylan for a good five or six years where Bob would go on the road and they were the traveling band for him. And then they went off and did their own thing. But mm, that's yeah. that's how they, how they got their start. Only one of those guys is American. They sound like a, a deep south band and i forget the drummer's name but the drummer is from georgia or no arkansas like it's like it's like he's from it's like turkey lick arkansas is where he's from but everyone else is from canada the rest of the band is from canada don't ever say that name of that town again (laughs) turkey lick arkansas (laughs) it's where brett lived say it three times fast come on have at it no (laughs) i asked the question all right, Jim All right, Leonard. Go, yeah. All right. What do you think what his happened? favorite band is? No. So it would be bittersweet for Packer fans if you left the Badgers to go be the defense coordinator for the Packers here. But there's a couple things on both sides. One, not common for a defensive coordinator in college to jump right up to be defensive coordinator in the NFL. Uh, you could even use Bielema. Now, he was a head coach in college, but when he went, he was basically a GA for the Patriots for a year and then was a D-line coach uh, in the NFL as a positional guy. So... A lot of times you have to work your way through being a positional coach from college to the NFL. Now, that's not always the case. But then also, Jim Leonard has, Pat Rick said this, basically Jim Leonard has a lifetime pass here at Wisconsin as long as Paul Christ is here. He's going to be the defense coordinator. It's not a lot of scrutiny as long as they're good. Yeah, obviously people want them to do well, but it's not NFL-level scrutiny. That if he goes and works for Matt LaFleur, Aaron Rodgers retires two years from now, the Packers have two bad seasons, he could be looking for a job in four years. If he stays with the Badgers, he's probably here as long as he wants to be. And so there's, is it worth it for him to uproot and take some risk? There's there's, there's things on both sides out there. Even if Jim, even if the Packers want Jim, I don't know if Leonard would want to take it and vice versa. I don't know if the Packers would want that. I, I just, I want to know who's making the decision. And we, we, we may not have that answer here. The, so if it's LaFleur doing it, I've got a feeling he's going to want his guy. 
He yeah, doesn't but, have it, a guy outside of Wade Phillips, though. That's well, a thing. guy he worked with. I'm sure, he's, he's dude. He knows probably twenty defensive guys that could be. How old is he? Uh, the floor, like early forties. Yeah, he has been. Yeah, say, he, yeah but he go back to Central yeah, Michigan. Yeah. You go back anywhere. You get guys that he kn- he's familiar with. Yeah, he, there's like five or six guys on the list that he's worked with. Yeah, but right. a couple of them have already been hired. Richard from uh, Seattle went out to the Saints, and uh, Wade Phillips is still available. But there's a couple guys that are being snapped up. Yeah, I'm saying if he doesn't have a guy that it's his guy, I I assume that you know one, so he doesn't have anybody else. I think he'd get along with Jimmy, that 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 would make it, it might work. I think um, it would. But I think if he had his, I, I think he'd want to bring in his guy. But if Gutekunst and the board is saying, hey, do you think we want Jimmy? Then he might just have to get Jimmy. Well, you interviews him, they get hit it off. Uh, is, there, is there yeah, serious it, enough concern? Within the Packers organization, though, you know, despite what Jimmy's done here in what two years, three years, three now, three now is it? Three years, uh, albeit we'll call it two and a half. um, That's all his only college experience. Okay, now great. He was a safeties coach for a year here, secondary coach. Yeah, you're right. It was remarkable, right? Right, as defensive coordinator, and and it's it says a lot about who he is. as a former player, because when he was in the NFL, many of his former teammates would have considered him a player coach. Yep. So he was a sponge during all that time. Didn't take him long to catch up here in the college ranks. Now, it's a little bit different, as he knows. You know, um, doesn't know maybe the difference in coaching yet in the NFL, but he's he's expecting that. I would think that there is not that is not a serious concern is the lack of experience. That's I'm just. Assuming that, I don't know, but I, I would think just because of his background, especially the playing experience and what a lot of his former coaches and teammates have said about him, and that's just his mindset, that's his personality. Yep. He, he he's you know he was just born to do it. Um, whether or not he wants to take the risk, like you said, you know what what Pat Richter mentioned as far as you it know, seems like Leonard's uh, pretty happy just doing this. We interviewed him when he yeah, first retired. Yeah, and he said, like, there's I'm no not question. Coach. Oh yeah, but you know, everybody wants may want a different challenge. Yep. Um, you know, if things go well uh, in the NFL, I mean, he could be a head coach. I mean, who wouldn't yep. want to have that opportunity if you are a coach, which yep. he is. So you know, I mean, I, I I agree with you. I think he's. He's very happy here. There's no because question. Walker, I mean, he's that's very why young. He built his home here, yeah. raising his family here. So uh, he is. So, the weird, it's just so different. So like Fitzgerald, obviously, well, he just signed a ten year deal with Pat, with um, Northwestern. But Fitzgerald started so young, he could do these ten years, and he'd be like fifty two at the end of that contract, and still go off and be a young NFL coach. Leonard could ride it out here for another five years till his kids get. It. I don't know where, what his whole situation is, and then decide to go do it because. He's had success so early, and he's so young in the coaching game. He could ride out college for a longer period of time, and then try to pursue his NFL well, dreams. Well, I mean, and, and his his family doesn't necessarily have to uproot out of you know the well, Madison area, agree. you know, yeah. if he's yep. up in Green Bay. So, I mean, that's the other thing. But it is uh, more time away yep. uh, from your family uh, in the NFL, and and he got a lot of you know flexibility, of course, here, um, and it's justifiably so. I mean, you know, his units were one of the best on, on the squad every year. Oh, yeah. So. Badger's defense has been He's never had a great. defense yeah. below the bottom five I, in I, FCS. Wow. I think it, ma- it just matters. I think if LaFleur is making the call and he doesn't have a guy that he wants and he gets along with Jimmy, there's an opportunity there. And if, if Jimmy likes LaFleur, it works both Which ways, you, right? We could, how, many, yeah. how many guys they interviewed, Josh? 
10. Ten. I think two have been hired. Okay. That they they interviewed, but he Leonard was in the latest release of people. Uh, the names announced, and I know, or to my understanding, Lafleur likes a guy who runs the defense and kind of runs it all on his own. Uh, which Jim Leonard, I believe, has pretty much experience with that here in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, qu- no question. Now, and uh, I guess I haven't seen it. I know, so I know Wade Phillips tweeted out before Patton was fired that, "Hey, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to be retired anymore. I'm ready to go. Let's go win a Super Bowl." Uh, to just generally, not to the Packers. And has he? Do we know if he's been interviewed? He's been I, don't, I do not believe so. I don't know. If he like, he would not have to be interviewed because he was in Los Angeles with Lafleur. Yeah, he's so old. 73, I believe. But he could run the defense on his he own. He runs a good defense. Well, here's the thing. In a perfect world, you bring in, like in the Packers' perfect world, they bring in Wade Phillips, and then they bring in Leonard as assistant uh, defensive coordinator and positional coach, and he takes over in a year or two. Yeah, but that's a lot of risk on Jim's part. Right, that's I mean, just for the Packers' perfect world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, you know, like we've talked about it. It's, it's a very comfortable I, situation I literally, here. I, it's, it's, it's hard not like the to, money's bad here. Right, I can't remember a guy who has gone from college. Uh, Randa went from the Badgers to LSU and then to a head coach. I don't remember a lot of college D coordinators jumping to be NFL head coordinator. I don't think that's a common well, jump. That's a, here's the deal, though. I think on the money, I think that he would be a $3 million guy as a D coordinator, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know what the average. I, I always thought it would be anywhere from that to... Maybe two, you know, two million, I, two to three, or do you think three to five? I, I have no idea. I mean, I, I, I know Don. No Don, Don was getting like four, five, six well, million he, a year, but but he's he's obviously a veteran. Yeah. But you know, if you're looking at what are they getting paid, I don't know. I'm just guessing that you know he's going to more than double his money if he if it is three million. Yeah, I, you know, that, I think, not that it matters. It does to him. It doesn't because he's you know been very fortunate in life and, and worked his ass off to be so. So that, that I think that's. And I, lower I, I, the, I agree with you, but yeah. it's still it's still more than double your money. So I, as much as we say it doesn't affect it, it could it it could in a small way affect. I don't know. Doubling your salary does make things a lot nicer. Yeah, right. What but you're doing. By the way, but that old, that salary might be for one or two years. You don't know that. Right. Wisconsin probability we know is yeah, much higher. Do, aren't there guaranteed contracts, coaches? It's it's again. It's, I, they I'm not his agent, Tark. I have no. But I think clue. they are guaranteed. So yeah. I think at least three out of the four years that he signs are guaranteed. So I'm it, I'm just saying. And I mean, I think he pretty much implicitly knows he can come back to Wisconsin, right? Yeah, and if you. You never know that. You never know the situation. You know, once you leave a place, you, you, you just don't know. I mean, you don't. Um, you know, we Bostad took a long road I mean, back. We got a Gary Anderson instead of Paul. You know, I mean, so you just don't know. Coach Bostad left, and it so, was a, he had to go to Northern Illinois. Yeah, That's a tough road. Yep, good point. We got to do picks uh, right now, but so look, uh, this is 2003, but um, and in 2013, Wade Phillips was paid 2.1 million over three years. And in 2003, Monty Kiffin was paid 3.1 over three. Monty Kiffin 3.1. That was 2003, but still over three years. Yeah, it doesn't that say doesn't per year. Right. It's over. yeah. I mean, Dave Aranda got three million to go to LSU, but that's, a year that's or the something SEC. like that. I know, but this is the no, Green Bay Packers. You got a million year. You got a million. We gotta do the picture. Yeah, I thought it was more than that. No, maybe See, it was three, just, three million. I hate this. speculating about numbers because you throw. Out I just don't. I'm just throwing them off. It, it would be here. it'd be significant. Let's do the picks though. We gotta do the picks. Alrighty, no change to the leaderboard. The Scalzo and Brass guys still have about a nine-game lead. Oh, 
We I hope we're we doing at least. We uh, got ten picks. Perfect. All right, first go one's an easy guys. one. Kansas City Chiefs minus three at well in Tampa Bay. Well, I don't know, Tark. You know, yeah. I, it's hard for at least Jim and I in our, our pregame what we talked about yeah. as far as going against the Chiefs here. Uh, we can't like be the, telling our friend to go do uh, a number picking the Chiefs and then pick against it on here. No, but the science and your you know the stats and everything you know the Chiefs. Yeah, are I think we're, the we're, we're taking the Chiefs. Yeah, Josh, unanimous. All right, the total for the game is at fifty-six. Do you want over or under? Over. Dark. Sounds good to me. I mean, these guys are—they haven't let us down with points, have they? Have yet? <laughs> Maybe they have. I just think these defenses. I kind of leaning under on this. Um, you know, Mahomes go. Play. I'm also trying to guess with those guys. Probably not. But all right. So here's a list of since December. They, the Chiefs put up 33, 32, then there was 17, then 38, 22, and 38. Implied total is 30 and a half from the Chiefs and 27 and a half from Tampa. That's about where it's going to probably be. We'll go over. That's fine. All righty. How long will it take Jasmine Sullivan or Eric Church to sing the national anthem over under one minute and 59 seconds? I think under. Oh, is it a Zoom? Or are they- I don't know. I don't understand. I'm going to say under. Okay. Not a live performance. I, well, maybe it is. But it'll be live in front of an empty audience for yeah. like whatever thirty thousand people. Yeah, but it, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I, I feel like if they, um, yeah, if you're a rock and roll kind of upbeat, you're gonna move faster than you are if you're, uh, you know, big. Yep. yep. How many Lady players Gaga. will have yeah. a passing attempt over under two and a half? Wait, what's that? Say it again. How many players will have a passing attempt over, over like under Chiefs. two and a half? They can throw. So basically, does someone have a wide receiver throw or, or a running back? back. Yeah. Oh, it's Chiefs. No, you just have to do. Do we just think it happened? Because it's over under two and a half. But we'll do you think there'll be another hit. player will throw the ball other oh, than? Yes. Oh yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Someone will throw the ball. Coin flip, heads or tails? Heads. Heads. Okay. Sounds good. Team that wins the coin toss: Chiefs or Bucks? Chiefs. Bucks. I, 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 yeah, let's go with the Bucks. Okay. We've been heavy Chiefs. <laughs> what will happen to the price of Bitcoin to the, during the Super Bowl? Price goes up or price goes down? Yes. Why are you asking me? I, I don't know anything <laughs> about Bitcoin. Um, I, I don't know. Oh. I, what, what day? And are you talking the day after? No, during the game. Will the price rise or fall? No, I think I, I, I'm going to say it's going to fall. Okay. I think people are happy about the currency in the U.S. Right, I think it's going to increase because of the amount of wagering that uses <laughs> Bitcoin <laughs> on this game this year, especially this year. There you go. I'm going to go with you, so we're going to go. There right. you go. Oh, up. Chiefs total points over under 30 and a half. Oh, we yeah. 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 Over. Okay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers over under 27 and a half. Still think. That might be. We probably gotta go no, over. over. We probably should go over. Anyway. Go over. Yeah. Thirty-four. Go All over. right. The last yeah. and final one. Yeah, it's yeah. a real brain buster. Brady will do something. Odd or even for the total points scored? Even. Even sounds even. good. All right. 
All right, this, that's it. This has been Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Miller Lite, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man.